This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The end of the Mishnah, um, on Rosh Hashanah, Kolba Olam is over in the front of Neymaron. Everyone's judged. That's probably, everyone's heard this Mishnah in this context countless of times. It says on Pesach, and on Sukkot, everyone would judge on water. Well, water is the most critical ingredient in light to life. Everything is, water is vital. Like next to air, it's the most vital thing. And Sukkot being on the, on the heels of Rosh Hashanah Kippur and right before winter makes a lot of sense. Pesach on Tavua, okay. Um, it, it, grain was the staple uh, Pesach is the beginning of the growing season. Um, and in many ways, the, the month started. We, we learned to rely on Kodesh Baruch we, 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 can, we can figure that out fairly easy. The difficult one is on Shavuos. It says, In Shavuos, we're judged on the fruits of the tree. Now, um, it's nice to have an apple or an orange, but then we, we could have been judged on milk products, on meat. We could have been judged on a hundred things. In other words, grain, basic grain is food, period. Water. But once you're talking about fruits of a tree, it seems so odd um, that there's, and, it, and there's an emphasis, it's called perusailan, they're emphasizing fruits of a tree specifically. Um, and the Gemara says that in, in order to make use of that day of judgment, we, the Gemara says, we bring two chalas, uh, two special chalas of wheat on Shavuos. It's the new crop of wheat that comes in. Because Atzeres is the time of Perusailan. And Sakash Baruch said, bring this carbon, um, not clear the association of wheat to Perusailan. The Gemara says, well, there are wheat that's bigger, it, it looks like a tree, there were different types of wheat crops. It's not 100% clear, but whatever it is, forget about the, the, the botany, but I mean, so the whole, the whole, Carbon, the avoda of Shavuos has to do with fruit, um, and and we bring special carbon for the fruit. This is even more compounded when we do recognize that Shavuos is the day Torah was given. Now, the Torah does not mention that as part of the yontif. Whenever we talk about the yontif Shavuos, it's 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 the time of the Chagakotzir and so on. And there are many Rishonim speak about this, why, and, 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 and this is discussed a lot. But it's clear from the date that this is the day of Torah is given. It could be off a day because um, we were Mekash the Chodesh and so on. But whatever it is, it, it's, it's either the day before, the day after, or the day. And, and we're concerned about Peyrus Elam. It, it's really, really something that it begs for an explanation. Um, why is Parasil associated with that? There's um, an interesting Ramban that says 
that Adam Arishon was not allowed to eat meat. And until Noah came along, that, that it says he was not allowed to eat meat. On the other hand, it says in the Medrash that when he sinned and HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, you know, that you'll eat from the ground and you'll eat from what grows in the ground and so on. So Ramban explains that he, he before the chet, he ate fruits and then he was condemned to eat grain like the animals. So it obviously has some meaning, some significance to it, much more, I, I mean, it, it's hard to say that the punishment was instead of eating apples and oranges, he now eats wheat and barley. I mean, it, 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 there's got to be something about, it, it, it's a different level of eating, but we're referring to something a lot more than just the physical difference between a tangerine and, 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 and a cucumber. So let's um, so, so let's talk about this point. Let's discuss the 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 the, the what, what what trees are about and so on. The in in the um, in the story embraces where we speak about the uh, different creations. We obviously pick. It, there's only a handful of things mentioned, and everything else is obviously meant to be a subdivision. So when it speaks about, um, for instance, it, it, it will say, Yishitsu Hamayim, Sheretz Nefesh Chaya, that includes millions of species. But the point is, it's something that is sort of associated with the ocean and so on. When it comes to growing um, vegetation, it says Tachar's Deshev Azria Zera, Eitz Pri Osa Pri Limino. And then again, Vatotzar's Deshev Eitzim Azria Zera Minehu, the Eitz Osa Pri Ashazarba Liminehu. So we have two categories. We have things that grow and can perpetuate themselves. And then we have trees that have fruit and they can bear, and the fruit bears the seed next generation. That means that the distinction between these two items is so big that it supersedes the distinction of all the species in the waters. We don't have any specific species listed. We say the waters will produce what waters produce. Animals, will, will cattle will be produced. Here we have two specific types of vegetation, important enough to be split into two different types of, uh, one is, is grasses that grow, and one is a tree of fruit that has a seed in it from where it'll grow. So let's understand what, the, what these two brias are. The world is a world that comes and goes. It's something which, um, the the, uh, the 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 expression of it in the in the more philosophical works is that it's a world of havaya and hefsit um, coming into existence and being consumed. The world is is an almost eternal ecological circle. Grass grows, gets eaten up by the animals. Animals get eaten up by other animals. Those animals get eaten up by this. The animal dies. It, 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 it rots, it feeds the ground, it grows grass again. That's what the cycle of the world is. 
So everything, so the first level of vegetation is something that fits that cycle. Um, grass that grows gets eaten up by something, by some animal, and that's it. So the grass grew to a certain size, and then it's consumed and gone, and on and on again and again and again. There is one item, there is one being in the world that has a very different structure. It's something that the essence of it stays around always, and it produces fruit, and a fruit has seeds in it. In other words, um, it has the ability to be there and constantly bring out more and more and more of itself. That's very unusual. Um, everything else is a very different type of being. Um, grass grows, um, an animal eats a pound of grass, it gains a pound of weight, person eats the pound of animal, gains a pound of weight, and so on. It, everything is, is part of this process. A tree is unusual in that it bears fruit. The tree stands, they're the same tree, and it keeps giving fruit again and again and again. That's a whole different type of um, being. I, it, it, reflect, it resembles a lot more some sort of eternal being where it can give constantly without itself being consumed. Um, the, 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 uh, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he saw the bush that was burning, and he said, how can it support something and it is something that's being consumed? If you want a fire to come from wood, the wood gets consumed and you have the fire. And here you have something that's going on and never ever being consumed. That's the story of a tree. A tree is something which is um, eternal, quote unquote. And obviously it's not eternal, but, but in the scheme of things, it's Karen Kayemis, it lasts, and it keeps on giving fruit and so on. Let's um, imagine, uh, let's now try to take a look and so to speak, compare it to people and what they give and so on. Um, when we do actions, we do a mitzvah. A mitzvah is a self-contained unit. So I helped a person, I gave him charity. So in this world, it, it's, a, it's an act that's described in time. It came and it went and it's over. Um, I put on tefillin. I put on tefillin, it came, it went and it's gone. In this world, mitzvahs also um, have a very clear um, cycle of coming into being, doing it, and and uh, you know, being gone with. There is an exception, and that exception is um, Talmud Torah. Let's before we get to Talmud Torah, let's let's um, let's take a parallel. If I see a person do something, um, and I can describe his action as a random act or part of a pattern. 
this person here um, helped somebody across the street. Is it was it a random act of kindness, or or is it part of something more? And and so on. What does that depend on? Well, it depends if it came from a very deep um, cognizance, understanding of what's right. I, I in, in the deepest part of my brain, I understand and believe this to be worthy or good. It could be good, it could be bad. Person can always demand attention. Person can always be pursuing money. But, but the point is, where is it coming from? If it's, uh, if it's, if it's just a, a whim or it's kind of a something, a spur of the moment, that means it's not coming from what we'd call the person's das, which is deep cognition. Cognition, it's sort of just coming as a maisa, as an act, and that's it. So people engage in two types of activities. Those that happen to come, something annoyed me, I slapped it down. Um, something pleased me, I, I, I congratulated it, and so on. Or I, I have, uh, I've developed uh, an internal model of what I want to do and what's right to do, and I do it. Those are two types, those are two sources of, of, of action of a person. That's in anything we do. What about in Ruchnius? What about in the spiritual world? So there's a Gemara that says, it's a Gemara in Kedushin, it says, Reb Tarfin and the elders were sitting in the attic in a certain place. And this question was brought to them. Talmud Gadol or Maise Gadol? What is greater, the study of Torah or doing what the Torah tells you to do? Nenar Reb Tarfin said, Maise Gadol. The act is much bigger, and that's something we can instinctively relate to. It, you know, it, it, we've heard many times the type of attitude: "What's the use of all your learning if you're not living up to it?" A person who's said he's, he studied the, the laws of tzedakah and he doesn't do tzedakah, it's it's worse because he studied doesn't do it. Somebody does tzedakah, now we were talking. So the the first answer, the one that, that seems to be most obvious is, yeah, mice is much bigger. What's the point of all that study if you're not doing it? Nenar Kiva replied, Vami said, Talmud Gadol. Talmud is greater. Everyone answered and said, Talmud is greater because Talmud brings about action. Now, first of all, um, it's interesting, an interesting uh, argument and resolution. But, but, but the, the resolution itself is puzzling. Let's work it through. If I ask somebody, what's more important, money or a car? And I'll answer, money is much more important because you can buy a car with money. That's a, a logical... Uh, short circuit. I don't have any, any other way of saying it. I, I mean, you're looping back 
you're begging the question. I mean, it, 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 they're saying Talmud Godol and Shat Talmud Mevelei Meiser. So, so, so we're back to square one again. Um, you know, if 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 money is better because money could buy a car, so obviously the car is what's more important. Given a choice of having only money or a car, you'd much better off having a car by that logic. So, so what does the Gemara mean? So um, I've deliberately mis uh, in, I've translated a word. The word godol in this case for sure does not mean. Um, better, bigger, more important. Um, that's not an accurate translation. Let's understand what the word godol means. If I have two items and I ask you which one is bigger, the simplest definition of bigger is that the smaller one can fit into it. In other words, if I have two items, one is bigger, one is smaller, I may not have a, a yardstick or a tape measure to measure them, but I can put one on top of the other. Whichever one is able to contain the other one is going to be called the bigger one, the one that includes the other. Now, the argument here was as follows. It wasn't which is more important. There are halachas on that. The halacha is, learning is the most important thing. And if a person has a choice of mitzvahs, he should choose learning, unless there's a mitzvah that no one else can do. No one else can put on film for me. So when the time comes to put on film, I can't be learning. I need to put on film. And no one else can can uh, blow shofar for me. So, you know, I mean, can listen to him blow shofar, but in his own house, it's not going to work for me. That, those are halachas. Here we're talking about the structure of the two. In other words, um, which one will produce the other one? Which one will contain the other one? Now, there's an argument to be made that when a person does mitzvahs, he becomes curious, he asks, he researches, and it prompts him to learn. And that's very true. A, a person, you can start his path in Yiddishkeit by doing mitzvahs, and that will um, prompt him to try and to find out um, more about it. But it's not really the order of a person, how a person structurally works. From a person's knowledge is where action should come from. Within understanding, real understanding, lies the, 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 the continuation, and therefore I ought to do it. If I think that helping people is, is a good thing, if I think about it, I believe it, and this is really what I feel to be true, I will start doing something like that. In other words, the, within the mind and understanding lies the potential for action that eventually becomes action. That's the, 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 the Gemara's point. Talmud is bigger, not more important, not greater. Um, it, it, it means Talmud is a bigger circle because from Talmud, action follows. 
while it's not always the case the other way around, or not even that often the case. So um, the place of Talmud Torah in the, in the Bria, in creation, is not merely that, um, th that it tells us what to do, or it gives us inspiration to do. We're meant to do the mitzvahs as a, 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 a result of, as a natural um, continuation of our understandings. Since a human being works in a way that understanding comes first and from that flows action, that's exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted, how we should approach the world of, um, of mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are meant to be the fulfillment of an understanding. It says, Bracious Bara, um, the Targum, the, the it's one of the Targum, it's like a, it's a variation of the Targum, it says, Akarishbarahu created the world with wisdom, with Chachma. Um, it doesn't mean, we don't talk about Akarishbarahu's. Um, psychology it, it, it's 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 absurd and we we don't we don't talk about anything like that what it means is the world is understood to be an unfolding of a certain plan of a certain ideal and so on so sarkadish created the world in a way that the creation of the world itself is recognized as the fulfillment of some ideal plan and so on, which means that for us in our parallel, the world of mitzvahs that we do are meant to be done in a way that they express, they're expressing a certain understanding of what's right and what's wrong, Hashem's understanding, but we're supposed to do it as an expression of that understanding. So, with the so the with the part of Torah that affects the person's understanding also turns the person into, let's call it a tree format. In other words, when imagine a person doesn't get it, doesn't understand it, but he's got a a, a, a rabbi who tells him whenever something important is happening. He says, Mr. Goldberg, uh, you need to bring your chauffeur tomorrow. Mr. Goldberg, you bring the, the thousand phone tomorrow. He has no clue what they are, what the lachas are, but he does exactly what Rav tells him to do it. That's wonderful. But it means that his actions are, each one is a new deed. So when they have done the film, it's film. He doesn't, it's not flowing out from a deep understanding. It's each one is point by point. So it's the first mode. It's the mode of vegetables. It's not the mode of a tree. This unique characteristic uh, of, a, of, 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 of that type of flow that produces time and again actions, the same Torah in the person, for a person who's not, who doesn't have Torah, that doesn't exist. Um, the, 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 the actually, the Pasuk sort of alludes to, to comparing a person to a tree. It's not, it's not a full comparison. The Pasuk 
says, do we say it? It says, is man like a tree that you would destroy the trees when, you know, fruit trees, when, when you're um, fighting against the enemy, why would you just wantly destroy fruit trees? That's the passage. But it, it, it's the expression is used by the very fact that the Pasuk says it quizzically means there's a possibility for it. A person is shaped mentally that way, that the trunk and, and the person are his understanding, and from that flows. So when the rabbis sat together and they were debating which is bigger, because each one causes the other one, they together said Talmud Godol, Shatalmud Mevile Maisa. Within Talmud, Maisa follows automatically. As long as the person is learning is sincere and he's not learning it just to show off, but he's sincere about his learning, then the actions will follow because it flows from that. There's um, the, the, the uh, it, it's very interesting how Akadish Baruch built nature to reflect this. A human being is born and spends quite a few years being a child. The, in halacha, the age that marks the beginning of cognition, the beginning of das, is the age that you can have a child. Puberty is really the age of, of having a child, of, you know, of the, of the process of, of birth. Why, why is that the age when we begin to become um, understanding? And why is it the age? What, what, it, it seems like it, it, the signs, that we, the physical signs for a person coming of age in terms of his das, in his ability to, to, to process and, and, to, and to be responsible for what he understands to be right, is the age when he matures, the signs are signs of, of uh, beginning to, to mature physically towards having children. Well, why are they connected? So the Swasemis says, because I believe this is Swasemis says it, he says that um, Das is what produces Paris. When, you know, Zakharish Prabhu linked it that when a person begins to have that level of das, of understanding, that's when Paris in a physical sense will happen as well. Since these two things are connected so much internally, they, they, they're connected physically as well. The, so, um, so Torah gave a new dimension to Ruchnius in the world. Ruchnius is no longer a random series of actions um, coming from, uh, you know, a, 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 from a, a momentary command. Kachbarok appears and says, do this, do this, do the other thing. But rather, there's a flow from Das. Kachbarok gave us a, a mitzvah that will turn our Das spiritual, and thereby we become a flowing river of actions. If I, if, if I learn correctly and I understand and know, and this is my, my true understanding, I'll always do what's right because the deed wasn't prompted by the instruction at the moment, 
the deed is prompted by, by my understanding and by my knowledge. There is a, um, there's a fascinating distinction in how we relate to God from creation or from giving the Torah. When, when Hashem created the world, it says he brought everything to Adam and asked him to name it. And Adam did so with flying colors. He then asked him, what name would you give me, Hashem? And Avram said, Aleph Dalid and a Nun and a Yud. And the name of Hashem that we say. The core of that is Adnus, which means Hashem is master of the world. A master is somebody who can tell me what to do at any time. But every time it's, a, it's an instruction per point. Do this, bring this, come up here, go down there, and so on. At Har Sinai, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Anochi Hashem, Yud, and a Hey, and a Vav, and a Hey, Anochi Hashem, Elokecha, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Yud, Kei, was revealed to us. So the transitions from Adon to Yud, and a Hey, and a Vav. The difference is, Adon means, you're telling me what to do. You're a master of the world. That was the world of mitzvahs until Torah came along. With Torah coming along, we realized that mitzvahs are, if Hashem's name is Havaya, which means existence, continued existence, then the mitzvahs are not finite items given to us once, and that's it. They're a flow constantly flowing from Hashem. The same picture we have, the same model, a, a, a fixed item that has an infinite outpouring of, 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 of things. So the distinction between before matter and after matter is how do we understand the mitzvahs that we do? Are we doing what we're told to do uh, only? Or is has something our recognition, understanding of Akadish Baruch has turned on in a way? where there's a constant flow of mitzvahs and what I'm supposed to do and so on. So let's just sort of uh, bring together the points. Um, basically, we're saying that the difference between fruits and grains and other things like that is that one is um, just a part of this world of come and go. One, it's, it's one season. So the grains that grew this season grew this season, they're not going to go back next season. Um, it's, 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 it's a continuous cycle just that keeps recycling itself. A tree is a very, very different creation. It's something that lasts always, you know, whatever the always is for a particular tree, but very long time. And it's something that is... Um, it's it, it's it's something that keeps giving constantly. It's something that keeps pouring. Those are the two items that are put into the world. Man belongs to that type of creation. Um, that it's 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 his seichel and das 
that come that 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 are in place that's solid that's consistent and from that flows um, the action of mitzvahs this obligates us it means that it's not enough a person who's 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 fine is committed but a bit lazy will say you know what whatever the rabbi tells me um i'll i'll do and worse comes to worse i'll google but 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 I'll 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 do mostly what the rabbi tells me to do. That's nice if we have no way of figuring it out ourselves. If we have no way to, to you know at, at initial stage, but that means it's coming from our hands and feet, not from our minds and heart. We're like the vegetation. We're not a tree. We're not an entity. Adam eats a sada who's producing actions that are the fruits of, of, his, of, of, of his understanding. The same way Akash put it into the world that until a person doesn't have das, he doesn't have children. To give paris, to give off fruit, it means it has to be coming from a deep place inside the person. When Hashem gave us the Torah, we a whole new understanding of what the world of ruchnius of spiritual world means, and what Hashem means. Hashem was a boss figure, strong creator, everything you want, and therefore can tell us what to do. With modern Torah, Hashem became revealed to us as a constant flow, uh, the ultimate tree. It, 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 it's, it's the Eitz Chaim, the tree of life, because there's a constant flow from Akash Baruch Hu. Um, he's eternal, and everything keeps coming. We are meant to be in the image of the God that we now understand much more deeply than we understood before. It means that we learn in a way where we, we're, we're trying to um, establish an understanding of what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it, and our actions are supposed to flow as a result of it both in terms of our technical understanding, how to do the mitzvah, what the mitzvah is, and so on, and in terms of our sense of it. What is it that we're doing now? That's coming from, uh, uh, that's coming from a deep understanding of it. There's a, um, there's a, a Gemara at the end of Ksubis. The Gemara says, and this is the last line in Mesechtis Ksubis, it says, that the trees that that uh, the 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 barren trees the Ilon Israq are trees that are not fruit bearing that's Israel are going to when Mashiach comes when the day comes they're all going to bear fruit it's, that's it's, I mean it, it, it's one thing when we say that we have we're going to have a lot of fruit you know, the lot of when when the prophet describes blessings in, in the sense of there'll be a lot of food, a lot of this, a lot of that. Okay, but what do I care which trees give it? What do I care if the orange trees um, give a lot of oranges, a lot, so many oranges, and the oak trees just re, you know remain oaks? Well, why is it so important that the non-fruit bearing trees should also bear fruit? The answer is. A tree is the being that Hashem put into this world that it remain and give fruit. That is what it is. 
that's really what should be. If there are species of trees that don't give fruit, that must be because something is amiss. It's not because it, 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 it essentially doesn't have meant to give fruit. It's because of sin, because of gullahs, because of whatever. The, the ultimate blessing of the days of Mashiach is that everything in the world that has potential to be realized, everything that has fruit to be born will bear the fruit. And trees, by their very nature, are meant to bear fruit. So Shavuos really is a yantiv where it's supposed to be a change and a shift in what our religiosity is. Um, any any non-Jew who is a religious person feels he's obeying commandments and being told what to do by a god, a prophet, whatever you, however you, he, he sees and understands it, and that's good. It's good for a person, you know, to recognize Hashem's authority and do it. That's the level of Adnus, Adam. Hashem is master, you can tell me what to do. So what I'm doing is not a result of, of understanding, it's following a command. So it means my hand and feet. I could be a robot. A robot has no seichel, no das, and he does he's amazingly good at, at doing things you know that, that he's told to do. At Matan Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed to us the secret of Havaya, which means the, the, the world is a constant flow. Hashem in the world is not the one who's the outside tells what to do. He's the source that everything flows from. Torah is the same way vis-a-vis -vis the world of mitzvahs. As much as we learn, as much as we know, and as much as we understand, our actions become a product of that. And we become the Eitzah We become uh, a tree-like in that sense. So, the bracha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave, that someday in Lord Israq, even, even barren trees will begin to give fruit, because every tree has the potential to give fruit. Trees, that's what trees are meant to do. Um, on our level, the way we are, Akash Baruch should give us more sap and more, more understanding, depth of understanding, and more pairs, more, more fruits of understanding come into being. And, and in, as much as, in as much as we are Ilani Srak, may, may we begin to feel the beginning of, of the time when the Ilani Srak waking up again, and they, they also become food bearing in Mr. Okay, I got them. Thank you so much. This is beautiful. And we should all become, we should all become like the trees. I was reminded of the Maharal on the, uh, in, in Devarim over there that says that even though it's a question, it's still, it, it's still the implication of the pas of, of, of the Pasik is that a person really is like a tree. That's that's the underlying implication. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We're going to dive in Mincha now, and um, we'll be in touch. <laughs> Want to wish everyone a wonderful Shavuos and uh, a lot of inspiration.
And um, it should just be a very, very successful Chag for everyone. We should all have the chance to grow in Torah. And like the rabbi said, as we integrate Torah learning within us, we just, the, the, the fruit should just flow naturally throughout our lives. Thank you. 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 Thank you.